Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. With all the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I say not. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode 15. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm Trevor Long and with me, as always, Stephen Fennick. G'day, mate. Hello, Trevor. Great to be here. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Samsung. Two Blokes Talking Tech, where we just gibber amongst ourselves for 30 minutes every week about what we've seen in technology this week, and that's what it's all about. So let's start chatting tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, it'd be fair to say, Trevor, that the mobile phone industry uh, is a very competitive one in Australia. We've got, oh. for a, such a small population, we've got a lot of operators, four major operators, and uh, there is uh, one uh, latecomer, hmm. which is not actually an operator, they're a reseller of Optus services, and that's Amazim. They've been yep. operating in Australia since November, and they've offered... Low cost calls, cost per minute, cheaper text messages, no flag fall on their calls. But today they announced a new unlimited offering, which uh, offers unlimited talk, text and MMSs uh, to any network, landlines, along with four gigabytes of data for, wait for it, Hmm. $39.90 a month. And that is a pretty compelling price. And to go back again to their launch, that, that concept of just having no flag fall per minute, Per text rate was excellent, but I think for me, when you go and you calculate, if you're on a fifty or sixty dollar cap, you realise the number of calls you're making it just blows the cost of being with a Macem out of the water. So they always needed to come in with a second tier offer here, which was what they've done. They're, they're trying to what they describe as uncap Australia. Now I'll tell you my first big problem with this, and I, I think it's a great deal, but I th- I take some not offence, but I'm just not done, I'm not that happy with the term Macem Unlimited. Because it's not unlimited; it's only four gig of data. So, well, that's the only limit. But the other, it, it is the, the talk and text side of things. Uh, I, I think they can fairly describe as unlimited. But I, I'd like to just point out one thing that, hmm. that that was interesting from the launch today was the uh, we're all obsessed. A lot of the operators have all got caps. Yep. And Rolf, Rolf Hansen, the Amazim CEO, actually came up with a really good term that they did some research and found that a lot of Australians uh, find that they overspend on their caps. They're being what he called oh, yeah. cap, cap slapped. So uh, I think he, he did make a very good point, though, that a cap for a mobile phone plan is the minimum amount you're going to pay and often... It's not the maximum. It's it's is often more on top of that. So that's right. Now that was an interesting point. What? What? Here's what I find really interesting when you delve deep. And I again, great credit to them for this plan. It's amazing, amazing. Um, but but here's the thing. They um, I I did a couple of stories this week with ACA on this. It was we were trying to predict this deal and then we we announced this deal. But the thing was, we were looking at what they were doing in Europe because their parent or their their kind of founding company, Simio, in, in Europe has a lot of interesting deals. And this is what, what Australians need to understand is we we aren't getting the absolute best of anything, even with this awesome plan. There's a plan in the U in Europe in Germany that that allows you to pay thirty nine dollars maximum per month. So if you only spend $10, you only pay $10. If you spend 25 you pay 25 
But if you go over thirty nine, you'll never pay more than thirty nine. Yeah. Okay. I suppose that that can. But but having such a, a much larger population, now, so that, that's easier to sustain that kind oh, I know. of deal. Absolutely it's hard to do that in Australia, isn't it? And I think the key here is that what they're trying to do is just keep putting the cat amongst the pigeons. You know, um, what 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 was also interesting today was you know how fortuitous that they should um, uh, announce this today on the day that ACMA released yeah. an interim <laughs> report into into the telecommunications industry. Did basically, knew that? did you think they knew that was going to be announced? Today, I've got to be honest, I, I don't think they did. I think they have absolutely fluked it. Wow. Um, because this, you know, this ACMA thing basically goes into the fact that everyone's getting crap customer service. Um, there's some coverage issues. There's, you know, some really poor branding around things. And I think, yeah. you know, misleading tel- advertising, confusing plans. It's all there, yep. isn't it? Telstra's uh, Telstra's initiative last week on the on the uh, throttling of data was outstanding, and I think yeah. it, pre- it was it was preemptive of this report. I think yeah. Vodafone have done a lot in terms of adding customer service. They're building the network, and that's preemptive of the report as well. I think that's all good. I think what's interesting though will be the crystal ball gaze into sort of. Three, maybe, maybe even only two years into, into in advance to see where we'll be with mobile. Because y- y- even though we are a small country, there's 22 million mobiles here. There's as many mobiles as there are people. There even are more, I think, know. more accounts than there are people here. So, so we. Do you remember having a $600 phone bill? I do. Yes, um, I remember having a lot larger phone bills than that. As a matter of fact, and, and you and you think now we've got it bloody good. Like let's not care ourselves. Even a cap plan where you go over. Is still yeah. good value. So Not for a Mason to throw this out there, and just comparison-wise, the best I could find was Vodafone's uh, Infinite plan, the forty-five dollars, is uh, unlimited uh, local and and national calls and est- and and text. So that's comparative, but it's five dollars more. But it only has five hundred gig of da- five hundred meg of data. So. That's that's the benefit of the Amazim. Amazim will capture a fairly good portion of the smartphone market, I think, with this deal. Just before we end up on this subject, though, Trevor, I just want to point out one little thing. Another thing I found interesting. Now, on, this is on every uh, mobile account, apart except for Amazim. Is I mentioned earlier the flag fall. Yep. That little that little amount. It's, it's like when you jump in a taxi and the and the meter's yep. already reading three dollars fifty. <laughs> just for connecting to a call. Yes. There's actually no actual operation involved. That's just a pure profit that the operators charge you just for for connecting to the network. So that's one thing that how Amazim can lever these better prices is that they they do away with that uh, from the beginning. Mate, all credit to them. Uh, I think this will really help them pick up some market share. So uh, keep a look out. And if you're uh, you're with Amazim or you're you're interested uh, and you've had some experience, let us know. Go to twoblokestalkingtech.com. Now, before I tell you about something I saw today, uh, we should thank the good people at Netgear, uh, good sponsors of the program, Two Blokes Talking Tech, netgear.com.au, if you want any information or advice on networking products. Uh, they've got some really good demos there on the website, like kind of showing a virtual home and how you can connect more than just your computer to the internet. It's about connecting everything, your TV, and, and we'll talk about TV soon, but you know everything in your house likely can be internet connected, and it's about creating the right backbone for that be it your modem, your router, and all those kinds of things. And if you're doing VoIP, whether it's Skype or uh, or actual VoIP on, on your on your line, if you're doing video streaming uh, from your computer to another device or whatever it might be, you've got to have the right network. And Netgear will help you with that. Netgear.com.au available at all good retailers. Now, mate, I mean, I've worked in radio a long time, but I'm not an audiophile. I don't really care for the oh, difference. I'm a bit of an audiophile. I like yeah. my audio. I mean, you've you've got yourself a 
glorious home theatre, so you'd pick up the difference. I, uh, Absolutely. I, however, don't really notice the difference between, you know, 2.0 and 3.1 really? or all this kind of stuff. You don't know the difference between good sound and crap sound, Trevor? What I can saying? tell the difference between a, a 32K podcast like Your Tech Life and a 64K bitrate podcast like this one. I mean, it's very, well, very impressive stuff, but that's all absolutely. about file size. But what, um, <laughs> I went along to Creative. Now, Creative to me... When I think creative, the company, I think Sound Blaster and, you know, sound cards, you know? Yeah, back and in the, the 90s, MP3 players. Exactly. Back in the 90s, you put a sound card. You had to get a sound card to get sound out of your machine, so you had to buy one and put it in, and it was complicated stuff. And then, yeah, they came out with MP3 players. Well, today they've, they've announced uh, an extension of a product they had last year. They had the... Um, the the Z Sound D D5 last year. Well, they've got now the um, Z Sound D5X, which and the X stands for you know it could be any number, so it could be a one, a two, or a three in terms of the 3.0 and 3.1 surround sound style systems. So what it is, it's a it's it's a little wireless speaker, and it's one of those things that looks like an iPod dock. But the key here is, and I, I can't really explain it, it's the kind of thing you do have to sit and look at, but uh, the key here is that you can have one of them, and it works nice. You could have it sitting on the mantle, stream your, your audio fr- from your phone. You could have it in the bedroom, whatever you like. If you, though, have it sitting in a nice room where you like enjoying your audio, you could get another one of them, and you could sit them on either side of the room, and they become a left and a right, so they work together. Yeah. And then you could add a subwoofer, so you've got yourself 2.1 sound, and you can even add a third one, so you've got center, left, right, and the subwoofer. You get 3.1 okay. sound just from a very simple uh, kit. And what they're trying to say, uh, it's a cunning plan, I think, because what they're trying to say is that you can get into this for you know, like $179, and then you just you know add to it as you go, and you don't feel the bite of that you know thousands of dollars yeah, for a right. home theater system. It's not and they're true. wireless, are they? Is that they're how they connect? They're all completely wireless to each other. So they're using Bluetooth, Bluetooth wireless. And, and, and there seems to be a bit of Wi-Fi, but it, predominantly Bluetooth within the devices to communicate with each other and, and sync up and all those things. And look, there That's were handy. some yeah. amazing audio files at this announcement. So they were asking the, uh, all the, the right having questions. Having been wireless well, it puts, does away with one problem is the snaking the cables around the room. So I'm assuming that all they've got is just a power connection to each. Is That's that all it. you need? Power connection to each. Um, I am curious and I, I look forward to grabbing one to play with and you should do the same. The the bike was demoing on an iPhone. It had a little dongle in the bottom instead of just uh-huh. the standard Bluetooth. So I think... Uh-huh. You need that to do what they call um, uh, APTX uh, as the as the Bluetooth standard. So okay. there is it's not just as easy as connecting your um, your Bluetooth device, I think. But uh, look, what I found interesting was the fact that it wasn't just a speaker. You could expand it and you could make some really good quality sound. And frankly, sitting there listening to even their last year's version and their this year's version with a subwoofer, you could notice the difference. So I think it's about looking at your you know your your portable audio i'm not talking about a home theater system here i'm talking about where you use your computer your ipad your ipod whatever it might be for audio and for yeah. you know music consumption and, in your home and being wireless you can p- pick it up and take it wherever you like exactly take it to your holiday home mate whatever you like so Great. check that out and they also launched a, a range of um headsets now uh, I, i'm happy to say this you remember when we did the nokia thing we yep. had those white or well, i had the white ones the the yeah, headsets that were bluetooth <laughs> That, yep. These things look identical, essentially. They're, they're, okay. they're, they're purely wireless headsets, um, so there's no cables coming off them at all. They've got the buttons for, you know, play, pause, and whatever whatever you like, control on the side. One of them has a speaker, uh, a microphone in it too, so you could use it as an actual um, hands-free for your, uh, for your phone. Um, okay, so you can answer calls as well. That's great. That's right. Um, all I just, through Bluetooth, so no wires. All through Bluetooth, but I just think people walking around with those big things on their ears, making phone conversations, that's a bit weird. <laughs> just my thing. They're just talking to themselves. They are. Cuckoo. 
Um, <laughs> the last thing, just quickly, was, and this was really interesting, a very small MP3 player. So they've got these, they've had Zen MP3 players for a long time, but this one is essentially wireless. There is no, it, it, it's an MP3 player that has wireless connectivity to a set of speakers, and it's okay. very cheap, so that basically what they said was for you could buy this little unit and a set of wireless headsets from them for 150 bucks. So wow. you, you're getting a, a, a wireless MP3 player, a wireless set of headphones, 150 bucks. Does, does it still have a 3.5 mil headphone jack, or it I, doesn't have that at all? I have to have a good look at it, but I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, but okay. you would be mad to use it, wouldn't you? Because you get these well, great, you know, little cut, little headsets if you can with cut it. Cut the cable. That's all good, isn't it? So I, I mean, wireless. Wireless in sound has taken a bit of a while to come off. I think you know it, it's been it's been a while, and I think even the home theater system has a long way to go. But it's very yeah. exciting to see it really taking off now. So uh, if you're into audio and you want to cut the cables, as Steve says, check out the new stuff from Creative. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Venick. Apple fanboys will be rejoicing next week, Trevor. It's a, a big week next week at the Worldwide Developers Conference in San Francisco. And exclusively, and be, you will be representing the two blokes talking tech and techguide.com.au. Absolutely. So that I don't know whether that makes me a fanboy or just a, just no. a lucky tech writer, but I'll be there. And I will be representing, as you say, but unusually, Apple actually released an email, a statement to actually give us a heads up about what is going to be unveiled at the Worldwide Developers Conference. And they're saying that they're obviously concentrating on software announcements. We're expecting a guided tour of the new OS X Lion uh, operating system. Also going to have a preview of the iOS 5 system, which powers the iPhone, the iPad, and the iPod Touch. And to understand that, because these things, you know, go out to beta to developers, so that that hasn't happened, so that's why it hasn't been leaked. So that'll that's where it'll be shown for the first time, and then it'll go into the beta, and the developers will get it, and that's when you'll see a lot of screenshots and things come out of it. That's why it's such a closely guarded secret still today. Yes, but the uh, most unusual part of this uh, little release was the fact that they were, they actually... Gave away one of the announce one of the products, or in this case, a software products that, that had been speculated about, that's and it's right. a new service called iCloud, hmm. which is a streaming service that's been rumored to be happening for weeks, where your content is streamed to you uh, from the cloud, from a, a, an online version of iTunes, and I'm hearing that you can actually store all your own uh, content in the cloud and access it from anywhere as well as streaming stuff for the very first time. And so that, that's that's, uh, that's the Steve Jobs concept as I understand it as well is that instead of, you know, Sony's aptly and weirdly named curiosity service where you, you don't ever <laughs> really own the music, you're a subscriber to it, with iCloud as we as we speculate, it'll be I've got my iTunes library essentially. Yeah. It knows what songs I've got. It doesn't actually store them there because it doesn't need two two hundred million copies of every song. It just needs to know that you have access to that, that song. Got that song, yeah. And and essentially but, on any device, any Apple device, you'll be able to listen to your music, view your videos yeah. and, and those kind of things. It's it's stunningly con- um brilliant concept. Yeah, yeah. So it it essentially gives people the best of both worlds in this case. But apart from all the software that everyone's obviously looking forward to hearing about, there's still the rumour that we're going to see a new iPhone. Now, we've, we've mentioned in, in past podcasts and just in conversations between us that there's been a lot of speculation that, that the iPhone is going to be delayed until September. I'm sure you, we, we've you yep. heard about this. And uh, But 
for the last three years at the Worldwide Developers Conference, Steve Jobs has used that as the forum to unveil the latest iPhone. Now, the hope, the fact that Steve Jobs is going to be there to anchor the keynote with mm. a lot of his key staff, to me, indicates the fact that we may see that they're, they're going to the trouble of flying journalists from around the world uh, to the Worldwide Developers Conference. So that leads me also to speculate even further that we there may be a one more thing announcement at this uh, at the keynote next week. But apart from the iPhone 5, I read a little story that I heard a whisper about the uh, another product that's been rumoured too called the iPhone Nano. Yes. Now, I don't know whether you recall that story on techguide.com.au, but what it was, it was a pretty reliable source told me that this device would have be smaller, cheaper, have virtually no memory, and just stream your content to the device on the go. Now, the iCloud announcement has really intensified talk now about that yes. speculation about this product. So I think we might be in, hopefully in for quite a surprise when they may unveil not one iPhone, but maybe two. I think what we're witnessing is a, a new strategy from Apple. They have copped it heavily in the last couple of years with the leak of the iPhone 4 and all those kind of things. So I imagine they had a big kumbaya moment where they all got together and, <laughs> and, and worked out where they went wrong and how their strategy was static, essentially. They'd done the same thing all the time. Rumor, 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 and then just announce, and, and they that was getting harder to do. So I think the preempting of the announcement is a new strategy. Uh, I think it's all well and good to say it's an iCloud, but we don't really know, so the speculation will continue. So the interest is still high, so I yeah. think they're winning, even if they don't have a, a, a yet one more thing kind and of moment. The, but they're also still was tra- trying to work out who who's going to be joining. Are all the studios on board? Are all the music labels on yeah. board? How's it going to work? How much is it going to cost? There's all and these questions that are still to be answered, and uh, and hopefully there'll also be questions about the new iPhone that we'll hopefully be seeing in San Francisco next week. One last thing from me: just wait for the narcathon that will occur oh, after after iCloud begins, because it probably won't be available in every country. Because anyone that has dealt with music rights, and let me tell you, I have spent an eternal part of my last three years working on music rights deals with APRA and AMCOS and all these people. It is very, very complicated and I would not want to be in anyone's position to have to negotiate that globally, let alone in one country. So everyone just back off. It's not a global community yet. It won't. Things like this can't be launched globally. Um, We'll get it in time. Uh, Let's just hope they've done the deals already. As we mentioned earlier, we'd like to welcome Samsung on board as a new Two Blokes Talking Tech sponsor. And uh, Samsung's just released its range of smart TVs, which are available Love in them. plasma and or LED. So you know, if you're in the market for a new TV, check out the Samsung range. They're available in various sizes, up to a massive 64 inches. And a Samsung smart TV can provide a gateway to lots of content, apps and services, allow users to surf the web, watch YouTube, stream movies, make and receive video calls, Skype video calls, and access social networks right there from your couch. So the full high-definition Samsung TVs, are they're also 3D compatible and can also beautiful. convert 2D to 3D on the fly. The 2D so to 3D it's, upscaling is beautiful, and you've terrific. got to see it. Absolutely. So if, uh, if you want any more information, just head over to samsung.com.au. Two blokes talking.
Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, mate, we got sidetracked a couple of weeks ago and we didn't get to this, but it's been good to, to have that sidetrack because we've been able to spend some time with it. The Elgato products, the Tivizen yeah. and the NetStream. So let's separate them out first and foremost. The Tivizen is a small little credit card sized thing that looks like a personal Wi Fi hotspot, but it's actually a digital TV receiver that allows you to watch digital TV anywhere within reception on your iPad. Stunning. This is a really stunning little product. I reviewed this on the website, and uh, I I really enjoy using this product. Now, one thing we need to point out, though, it it creates its own little wireless network. So you connect to it, 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 it... it actually turns up in your wireless list of networks called the Tivizen. So you connect to it. There is no additional cost. You're not paying a monthly fee. You're not ac- accessing data. You're actually accessing a digital TV signal from the device. That's so it. it's a it's a, like a set-top box you can fit in your pocket. 100% free-to-air TV, um, which is you know a stunning thing to have 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 on your iPad. Um, look, it's got a very small antenna, so if you're in a fringe area, it can be difficult difficult to get reception. But if yeah. you're in, if you're in the open and you're in a good area, which is the most of the city, you could sit in a park and watch TV. You could sit in the car while you're waiting for something. You know, you can be yeah. anywhere. What um, I found with this is that obviously indoors reception was a bit scratchy. What I found though is that if I put it near a window or say out out just outside on the balcony or wherever. It then could could receive the signal, but because you don't have to actually be sitting right next to it, you've That's only right. just got to be within ten or fifteen meter range of the device. It allowed you then to sort of watch it. If you want to stay indoors, you can put the Tivizen near a window and in that area where you're going to get better reception, so you can watch a clearer signal. And it takes full advantage of the uh, DTV EPG, uh, so you can see what's on now, and you can also hit record and record all or part of a show that you're watching on your iPad. It's a fantastic little product. How much is it again, mate? It is $229. yeah. So I think for that value, if you, if you watch a lot of TV and you've got an iPad, Tivizen from Elgato. Now, the other one is the NetStream. Now, this yeah, is, again, this is another nice. great piece of kit. Small little box, power in the, in the, in the back, uh, plugs into your router, okay? So you just plug it in with an Ethernet cable, and then you plug it into your antenna in the wall, and then you turn it on, and through the PC, you tune it, and what you've got is a digital TV receiver that is available over your network. So you can be on your computer, your wife can be on the other computer, and you can both be watching TV on the computer using this device in another room as your as your TV dongle, essentially. This is handy. Now, no more arguments over who's going to watch what on TV. Now, it should be pointed out that the, the Tivizen actually works with an app that you install on your iPhone and the iPad. It's a yep. free app. Uh, the ITV NetStream, I tested this uh, at home on my network. Now, the ITV app, which can be downloaded to your iPod, iPad or iPhone, actually connects to... The, uh, the NetStream, uh, but as well as the ITV software on your laptop or your desktop computer. So yes. you can either watch it on two different computers. You can watch it on one computer and one iPad. You can watch it on two iPads, one iPad, iPhone. As long as there's two people, no matter what device they're accessing, they can both watch uh, and and record as well. And this one's about three twenty nine from memory. And the, and the app on the iPad does cost a couple of bucks. And the reason for that is because they originally had it for free, like the Tivizen one, but people were downloading it thinking they would be able to watch TV 
for free just with just with the app and they were rating it badly <laughs> so <laughs> so they were very smart and they made the app you know a couple of bucks so that you you know what it is before you buy it and it's just great to be able to watch TV on your computer your laptop your your iPad whatever it is using the netstream from Elgato cracker product you got to check it out there's a review on uh, techguide.com.au you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, you know when they get both of us to the same launch, Trevor, that it pr- must be a pretty serious <laughs> product to look at. It's Would a you very agree good, with that? It's a very good point. That? It's a very good point. Now, we were both... Uh, uh, over at uh, the Hilton in the city, the Hilton Hotel, uh, mm-hmm. as guests of Samsung for their launch of the Galaxy S2 Android smartphone. Now, mm-hmm. uh, this device, for those who haven't heard of it yet, there are, I, I, I believe there are a lot of people who've heard of it. I have so many questions about people asking me when it's going to be available. Mm-hmm. It's available now if, uh, if anyone wants to know, uh, through Optus at the moment, and it'll be on all the other networks, uh, in the coming weeks. But, just quickly, it's got a 4.3-inch Super AMOLED display. It's got a resolution that the screen is ultra-sharp, 480 by 800. And in my review, I said uh, the screen looks so sharp it should come with a Band-Aid. It's, uh, <laughs> but, it's, uh, it, but, you know, it's one of those things um, that when, you know, and, and you know what it's like, and I get it even at my day job, you know, I sit my phone down on a table and my boss says to me, what's that, you know, so everyone looks at the phone. And the screen blows them away on this thing because this Super AMOLED, I'm telling you, is stunningly brilliant color and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, beautiful screen. What about what? Well, the other thing that blows people away is how thin the device oh, is yeah. and light. It's only 8.49 millimeters thick. Now is and that, it only is that, weighs is that, is 116 that? grams? When I first picked it up, hmm. I think I might have even said this to you when we first got them. I thought the battery wasn't inside That's it. Right. When I picked it up, I thought, I've got to put the battery in this thing, but the battery was already in it. Now, I and it rem- was still only one sixteen grams. I remember when they, when they had the, you know, the big slideshow telling us what it was, they said, due to battery technology advancements, we've made the battery thinner and lighter. And I thought, don't make it thinner and lighter, make it bigger and fatter and make the battery last <laughs> longer. You know, that was my gut reaction. But I gotta tell you, mate, I am, I am actively using this phone and have been now yes, for a week. I- I am. I, I've been sitting here. I've been awake now uh, since five a.m. It's ten o'clock now. I don't know how many hours that is, but it's a lot. And I'm still. I'm still got ten percent of my battery left. That's pretty good. Yeah, I found a pretty similar battery life myself. I, I got it through easily 12, 15 hours and even, even went into the next day for a couple of hours before I needed to plug in, uh, plug in the receive, the uh, power adapter. But one thing I really like too is the camera. The camera is 8 oh, yeah. megapixel. Full uh, HD. In low light conditions, the flash was okay, but in, in bright conditions, I outside took really good photos. But the video quality, this thing shoots full high definition video that I put up on my, on my 50 inch screen in my lounge room, hmm. and I, I, I was amazed at the quality. I had to remind myself this thing was shot with a mobile phone. Well, I, um, I it's not in full HD, but I put a thing on YouTube, and uh, gee whiz, how would you get there? But youtube.com forward slash your tech life video, or just search for Intel uh, Vivid Customs House. So this Vivid thing that's going on in Sydney, I, after the Galaxy launch, while you were uh, romancing your wife at the Hilton, <laughs> I uh, I went and had dinner with... Uh, how do you know, Trevor? <laughs> I went and had dinner with... Oh, listen, my wife heard about my, what I say about her on the podcast too. Oh, you're in the doghouse, but, eh? you know, but you know why? 
She didn't listen to the podcast. She just happened to be standing the other side of the door one day when I said something. Oh, anyway, um, so thanks for still anyway. not listening. Love. <laughs> anyway, I went to this vivid thing with Intel, and I I, sh- I stood there and I'd had the phone for twenty minutes, and I turned it on. I shot a video of the of the. This is late at night, dark with a projection on the customs house, and it was very good quality video. Um, and so check it out on YouTube. Um, just really simple stuff. Uh, look, uh, it is one other. Yep. Sorry, one other feature, Trevor, that we both really were thrilled with when when we saw it uh, at the Hilton at the demonstration was second TV. Oh, I'd forgotten. Can you recall oh, this? I had forgotten, yeah. and it blew because I remember this I went over and said, "Mate, feature. you've got to go and see. You've got to go and see them. That is amazing." Yeah, so just to it. explain what it is, yep. it's if you've got a Samsung smart TV and you have of uh, TVs on your network, you can connect the Samsung Galaxy S2 to the same network and be able to watch. TV, a signal from the television on the handset, and not only you, you can watch a different channel to what's on the main TV. So if your wife's sitting down and watching Desperate Housewives, and you want to watch the Rabbitohs or the State of Origin as well, hmm. you can actually watch that second signal on the t- on the on the uh, handset, handset on the Galaxy S2, or you can watch. A, say, there's a Blu-ray. You want to watch a Blu-ray movie? You can stream that to the phone as well. And so here's what blew me away. I thought that was great. So I said to him, "Here's an example. I'm watching a Blu-ray. I'm watching Star Wars with Fennec. Uh, our wives come in and they want to watch MasterChef. So you and I huddle around the the Galaxy S2. We watch yep. Star Wars." The the wives say we're turning off the TV. We're, we're all nicking off now. We turn off the TV and you can still watch the Blu-ray on the phone while it's turned off. It's, yeah, just, it's a great feature look, it's and, a great and good, feature. good good work for Samsung because they're making their products work with each other. So if you own a smartphone, a, a Galaxy S2, and you're in the market for a TV, chances are you're going to look at a Samsung, and vice versa. If you own a Samsung smart TV and you're looking for a phone and know that it can do this, chances are you're going to look at the Galaxy Galaxy S2. Put it this way, this is the longest I've ever used an Android phone, and I'm, I'm planning on sticking with it for a good few well, weeks. I gave it a solid rating on my website of uh, four and a half out of five, and I, I said it was the best Android phone I've ever used, and it's on par in many respects with the iPhone 4, which is a big call. Yep. No, it's a lot of features cool, that, that it actually exceeds the iPhone 4 in certain features, but it's a direct competitor for the iPhone. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Mate, Very quickly, we, we have run out of time, but I'll tell you quickly about a quick thing I saw today, and it's a, it's a simple thing, but Laser, L-A-S-E-R, who, who released kind of a lot of different uh, simple uh, consumer electronic products, announced today a digital radio. Whoop-de-doo, there's hundreds of them now. $99 digital radio, but here's the kick. It's got digital radio, it's got FM, and it's also got AM, and that's the first time that's been done. Now, it sounds like, well, who cares, because you've got digital, why would you want AM? But if you've got a digital radio that's portable, and you love it in your home, and then you, you drive down the coast and you put it in the bag, you can't pick up the AM station. So Yeah, it is, the digital signal doesn't count there, does it? Yeah. It's, a, it's a truly portable radio. I think it's a great little initiative. It wouldn't have cost them anything extra, maybe five bucks extra at the <laughs> best, you know, to put the thing in there. So nah, Clever. And it's something Smart simple product. to set them apart from from the rest because people in the stores will ask the question. So they've got a big AM, big FM and a digital radio plus logo. So well done to Laser. It's the DG200 AM DAB plus digital radio. It's available through selected resellers on uh, for $99.95. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long 
My thank you once again, and thank you to the good people at netgear.com.au and samsung.com.au. Samsung and Netgear, thank you for supporting Two Blokes Talking Tech, and if you're listening and enjoying, you should support them too. Mate, thank you very much. We will uh, have to make a special recording next week, I think, after Queensland wrap up the State of Origin. No, actually, it's in a couple of weeks, Trevor, the State of Origin. I have to correct you, but oh, I'll really? be in San Francisco oh, the week next after week, next, so that's correct. why we're having the special operation. And then the following week is when New South Wales are going to beat uh, Queensland in the Origin. Whatever you reckon, mate. But uh, <laughs> we will, uh, we'll talk to you in San Francisco live from the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference next week. This has been Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. 